We celebrate you. Welcome to Lofty Heights Christian Center, a ministry that exists to raise kingdom influencers. As a church, we emphasize three things. The Word, the integrity of it and its ability to transform, the Holy Spirit, His power and demonstration of the same, and love, love for God, for yourself, and for others. You are about to experience God's undiluted Word from God's servant, Pastor Wali Tejumade. Get ready for a transformation. So we've been exploring and taking a look at the teaching focus, influence of the Spirit. And like you already know, this is the part two, part one was taken last year during Tariff 5.0. And again, in case it's your first time or you are, you know, under the sound of my voice, you know, for the first time, you don't understand what Tariff is about. Tariff was taken, you know, in the order of Luke chapter number 24, verse 49. Jesus speaking to the people, asking them to go tarry in Jerusalem until they be endured with power from all high. We saw this also in Acts number one. Hallelujah, glory to God. Can you bring that down a little bit? Just a little bit. It's too low. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. We saw this also in Acts number one. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus. The people had walked up to Jesus to ask Jesus, when will the kingdom be restored unto Israel? Jesus said, it is not of you to know what time the Father has put in his own heart. But just one thing matters. Just what? Just one thing matters. That was Jesus' word. He says, just one thing matters. And what matters is that you should go and wait until he be endued with power from one eye. Because the kingdom that you're desiring to have access to, that kingdom only answers or responds to power. That act of the number one, verse number six, from verse number six. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own hand, in his own authority. He says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. The kingdom they desire. Is not given for fluke. It's not for decoration. The kingdom must be given with authority. Otherwise, the kingdom can be snatched. Otherwise, the enemies can infiltrate the kingdom. This afternoon, I brought us a teaching focus influenced to serve. And I began to share how after consecration or how actually the Holy Spirit was given to man for man to be able to serve the spirit wasn't given for man's consumption he does three things with you bible says in john chapter number six it says he will convict the world of sin of judgment and of righteousness now all those three things will be done by the power of the holy spirit through conviction i mean consecration sorry consecration is setting yourself apart and actually that's one of the things that tara is about setting yourself apart this is not that meeting which you come for you know and begin to ask lord give me a job lord heal my body lord do this lord do that those things are fantastic those things are beautiful but that is not what harry is about it is for those who are hungry those who desire deeper intimacy with god and I've been teaching with Lady T, you know repeatedly during this meeting that the believer is not powerless if you call someone a believer, if someone is indeed a believer, that person cannot be said to be powerless. 
However, degrees of powers, they differ. And what determines what powers is made available for us or what powers I can command or I can, you know, carry will be dependent on the depth of my relationship with God. It would have to do with the relationship with God and the state of my heart. Relationship with God and the state of my heart. In the same way, in 1 Corinthians number 12, you began to study, according to Paul, you know, about the gift of the Spirit. These are teachings I've done multiple times in this church. The gift of the Spirit were not given for man to feel cold. The gift of prophecy, interpretation of tongues, working of miracles, the gift of faith, the gift of healing, the gift of the Spirit of discernment, the gift of the word of knowledge, the gift of the word of wisdom, all these gifts were not given. That man may become braggadocious. It's not for your consumption. Paul speaking in 1 Corinthians number 12 says that this gift has been given. God has distributed it to each one. He says for the profiting of all. For the what? For the profiting of all. So the gift of prophecy was actually not for your own. I mean not for your consumption. If you have the gift of healing, it's not for your consumption alone. They've been given to man that man. Because you see, that world, those people outside will never believe except they see signs and wonders following. The death of the signs and wonders, it's the reason why you have many pews in churches in this climate and you have few people. Because the word of the Lord or going to church or coming to church has been turned to motivation. Just to feel cool. No. The intention is to infuse spirit and power in you. Like I shared earlier on in the morning session, I did say that the proof that you are carrying the spirit of the Lord is not in how long you can pray the spirit for. It is in the authority you can confer and the fruit that you bear. But we have come to meetings like this to humbly seeking the Lord's face, making no request but saying, Lord, use me, Lord, empower me, Lord, take me deeper, Lord, make me us, Lord, purge me, Lord, purify me. That's why we are in this meeting, it's more like a solemn assembly. It's like an opportunity for you to start a right again. And I happened first week in December, first weekend in December every year. It's also very deliberate. It's such that you can prep yourself for the new year you're going into. Think about it like Lady T will say. How long do you want to play low life? How long do you want to play low key? How long? How long do you want to be timid? How long do you want to live before you begin to walk in the fullness and the consciousness of all that God has made available for you? Listen, the greatest of the devil, the greatest of the devil, the greatest of the devil is in no manner equal to the smallest of a believer. It's not that the believer is not powerful. Many just don't reckon that they actually carry the power. I was telling them in ministers meeting this afternoon the way you know you carry the power is in testing it 
If you don't tell, if you have a headache, if you don't pray, for example, and command the headache to go, you will not know that you actually have the capacity to command the sickness and disease to live. If someone comes to you and says you should agree with them on a faith, and you give them a word, except you, you pronounce that word, and the Lord honors the words of your mouth, you will never know that truly God is gracious, that he can use you. This ministry was created, established for only one purpose. Raising kingdom influencers. Raising kingdom influencers. Who are they? Those who know who they are begins with you, your identity. I'm not talking about your name. Who you are in the light of God's word. 2 Corinthians chapter number 3 from verse number 18. We all with an unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. We are being changed from one level of glory unto another. That's who a kingdom influencer is. Maybe you've been spending several years of your life and there is no consciousness or reality of who you are in Christ Jesus. You need to tarry more in the Lord's presence. Such that before you begin to scream Happy New Year, you will know who Christ has made you to be. And the only way to know who Christ has made you to be is for you to befriend this word. Because your true identity is hidden in here. Your true identity is hidden in here. Everything about your life, a New Testament believer that you are, it can only be found here can find some of them in the words you know that Peter shares with you but they are in the word of the Lord those who know who they are not your name my name is Wale Tejumade that's Baldash who I am is in my position my authority in Christ listen no devil can fly around me no, it's not pride. I, I know it. Do you have to teach a lion that a lion is not a lion? A lion is a goat? Oh. No, do you have to take a lion? Huh? Do you have to take a lion to training school to say, see, you are not a goat. Oh. You are a lion. Do you have to do that to, for a lion? Absolutely not. How does a lion know that a lion is a lion? A lion knows by what he carries. By the DNA in him. Around here, you have so many people, tons of people suffering and smiling. In this church, in case it's your first time of being under the sound of my voice, we have a great distaste for religion. Great distaste for religion. You are a Christian, you go to church, you serve, yet the devil does not reckon with you. He hasn't told his fellow agent and says, see, that area is a no-fly zone. Don't move around that guy. Those who know who they are. A kingdom influencer is someone who knows who he is or she is. You call a baby lion, I think you call it cob, right? Do you think where a cub is and where the lion, the mother is, do you think you can dare 
attempt to doing something against the cop where the mother is. Even fear will not make you to go around that vicinity. Whose are you? Who born you? Let's take it from there. Whose are you? Do you know whose you are? Have you ever read your Bible to the point where you begin to study the Old Testament and you begin to ask yourself, is it the same God of those days that I'm serving right now? Bible tells us concerning David when he wanted to go confront um, um, what you call it, Goliath. They did everything they could and told him, discouraged him not to go. He said, no, I'm going to go. He went in the power of the might of who he is. Of whose he knows that he is. Your biological parents were a treasure, a gift to bring you, birthing you into this world. The moment you accept the Lordship of Jesus and you get baptized in the Holy Ghost, your, your lineage changes. Your, your positioning changes. Your identity is no longer determined by the biological lineage or blood that you came from. It's now determined by who Christ says that you are. Many of you are still cowed. You know how people get so worried and so fearful? Because in your family, for example, in your line, they don't stay long in their husband's house or in their wife's house. They are never a graduate. When they get a job, they lose them. You are in Christ, yet you still have such fears. And you don't realize that you've actually changed levels. No, you don't belong to that place anymore. You don't. You don't. Not that you despise your biological parents or biological lineage, but you know that greater is he that is in you that is at work in you than whoever that is at work in that. That's the reason why a believer can be distinct from their peers. That's the reason why you can stand out from if your parents have five children, you can choose to be different. kingdom influencer is someone who knows why they've been created. Did you hear me now? They know why they've been created. They're not living life aimlessly. Life is not being lived on their terms. They don't serve God when it is convenient. They reckon, according to Paul, for me to live is Christ. To die is gain. Even with their last breath, they will keep serving. They will keep following. They know the essence of their creation. They know the purpose of their existence. And if you think your purpose is your career, like all those things motivational speakers teach you all, you know, my purpose is makeup artist, to become a, a phenomenal makeup artist. You need to go back on YouTube, on uh, social media, I mean, on our YouTube channel, and go search the series titled Purpose. You know, my, you know, my purpose is to be a doctor. No. You, 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 you think God fashioned you in his own likeness, infused the spirit in you just such that you can be a makeup artist. No, you to reason up. So now you would say, you know, my, my, my purpose is to be a keyboardist. You mean the entirety of his being is to sit on the keyboard? No. No. 
for a believer, the world can define purpose by the things that they do, by their skills, by their talent, by their giftings. But for a New Testament believer, your purpose changed when you accepted the Lordship of Jesus. Your purpose becomes one, actually twin concept. Your purpose is number one, is to know God. Number two is to making God known. Those are your purposes on earth. Every other thing you do in between, the job that you do, the skill that you have, the talent that you have, the gifts that you have, they are vehicles to your purpose. They are things that make it possible for you to knowing God and making God known. So as he is on the keyboard, for example, right now, uh, his purpose can never be said to be a keyboardist. Actually, he also sings. Actually, he's a software developer. So then you say, um, my purpose is a software developer. My purpose is a keyboardist. Oh, my purpose is to sing. Oh, my purpose. Okay, how many do you want to have? That's complexity. In Christ, the essence of your existence is revealed. In Christ Jesus, the essence of your existence is revealed. They were looking for Jesus. They looked around everywhere they could not find him. When they eventually found him, he said to his parents, his mother and the brothers, he said, shouldn't you have known that I was going to be about my father's business? That is purpose. The father's business is purpose. See after me, a New Testament purpose, a New Testament believer's purpose is to know God and to make God known. Matthew chapter number 5 from verse number 13 to 16. You are the light of the world. A city set upon a hill that cannot be hid. Let your light so shine before men that they may do what? That they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. That is purpose. So the lack of that understanding is the reason why they say you're not coming to church again. You're not serving the Lord again. Because my purpose is makeup artists. Or makeup in. And you've been busy doing makeup. No, that's a very good purpose. If you will choose to knowing God through it and making Jesus known through it. So as you are making someone's face up, you are praying. Your words are soft. Your heart is right. If that person is not set, for example, you wouldn't mind to share about Jesus with them, even as you're working. That's purpose. And much more, that the glory of the Lord can so engulf you, such that you finish the makeup, that sister will go somewhere, or someone will say, say wow, you're glowing. Who did this makeup? Oh, it was Yemisi who did it. That's purpose.
He's done what? He's gone ahead of you into the new Eden. Let me touch on very quickly. Let me touch on very quickly. Influenced for exploits. Influenced for exploit. Daniel chapter number 9 verse 11. Daniel chapter 11 rather. 29 to 32. I'm actually going to 32b. Daniel chapter number 11. Influenced for exploit. Like you already know, like you already heard. There is no kingdom without power. Oh, I'm a kingdom influencer. It's not by mouth. It's in my actions. And listen, the devil knows the one who influenced for the kingdoms and the one who just carried the name by touch. This also account for the reason why sometimes, you know, I seem to be begging people to stay in church. I seem to be begging people to show for service. I seem to be begging them to say, come, just serve the Lord. Just stay here three months. That's all. That's all. That's all. Just stay three months. If either here, Calgary, whatever place you may be, stay planted three months. If in three months you cannot recognize who you are, whose you are, why you've been created, you can leave. I beg because it is a matter of destiny. Daniel 11, 29. At the appointed time, he shall return and go toward the south. But he shall not be like the former or the later. 30. For sheep from Cyprus shall come against him. Therefore, he shall be grieved and return in rage against the holy covenant and do damage. So he shall return and show regard for those who forsake the holy covenant. And forces shall be mustered by him, and they shall defile the sanctuary fortress. Then they shall take away the daily sacrifices and place there the abomination of desolation. 32. And those who do wickedly against the covenant, he shall corrupt with flattery. Those who do wickedly against the covenant, he shall corrupt with flattery. But the people who know their God shall be strong. And carry out great exploits. Every believer who has the spirit of the Lord in them. Is made for exploits. Something unusual. Actually something that will seem so unreal. Something impossible. Something unprecedented. Every believer. He says, the other ones, he shall corrupt them with a flattery. But the ones who know their God, those ones will stand firm and contend against him. Meaning that, except you know your God, the Lord your God, it is very easy for you to be swayed. Give me Amplified Classic version. You would understand better right now. Take a look at what Amplified Classic or actually message. Give me message version of 32B. You can start from 31 to 32B. Hallelujah, glory to God. He says, the king of the north will play up to those who betray the holy covenant, corrupting them even further with a seductive talk. 
You know why he can do that? Because he knows that they don't know who they are, who they are, and why they've been created. He says, but those who stay courageously loyal to their God will take a strong stand. They will not be cowed. They will not bow. They will not be moved. That's what the word of the Lord says. Influenced for exploit. Let's see Ephesians chapter number 1, 15 to 21. Ephesians chapter number 1, verses 15 to 21. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus. I hope you all are getting blessed. Please, can you give me NKJV? When I have you surrounded by your love, surrounded by your love, your everlasting love. Why should I care? Why should I care? What people say? What people say? They don't know. They don't know. What you mean the world to me? What you mean to me? They don't know. They don't know. What you mean? Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, what did I do? I did not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. The what? That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The word knowledge in there is the Greek word translated epignosis. That's to knowing the real deal, the real thing. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. When that happened, then the eyes of your understanding, he did not say to be enlightened. He says being enlightened. So the more your eyes are open, the more enlightened you get. That you may know what is the whole of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the state. 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? According to the working of his mighty power. Take a look at Which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. 21. Far above. Somebody say far above. Someone say far above. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion. In the every name that is named. Not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Influence for exploit. There are three things you must do to experience in this exploit. Or to being able to influence others or, you know, exhibit it. And the Bible teaches that. Daniel 11.32b. 
He says, they that know their God. So number one is to know your God. As a matter of fact, the degree of exploit you would exhibit or command or achieve is directly proportional to the knowledge of your God. So the more you know your God, the more you are able to do exploit. Did you hear me now? The degree of exploit you will be able to command there or to do, to achieve, is going to be dependent on your knowledge of God. Your God. Philippians number 3, verse number 10. Philippians number 3, verse number 10. Paul praying says, that I may know him. That I may know him. Philippians 3, 10. And the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being confirmed to his death. How can somebody like Paul still be crying that he wanted to know God? It is because the more you know him, the more you realize you don't know him. I want to know you. I want to see your face. I want to know you. So the more you know him, the more you realize that that which you have is actually nothing. That's why a believer keeps pressing in. You keep pressing in. Knowing the Lord is beyond merely identifying with him. You know him through intimacy and personal communion. That's how to know in the Lord. The same way you don't get to know someone that you don't relate with, you don't commune with, you don't interact with. There is this general saying that says that out of, out of sight is out of mind. That's what we encourage you to. Show up in the Lord's presence. Imagine for a moment that you were not here tonight. Imagine for a moment that you're not connected, you know, tonight. Knowing him is not a tag. It's not, it is beyond merely identifying with him. Oh, are you a Christian? Yes, I'm a Christian. That's not it. The proof that you know him is in the things that you command. Bible says when the Lord ascended on high, he led captivity captive. And he distributed gifts unto all men. When he ascended on her, he led captivity captive. And he distributed gifts unto all men. Who is the Lord to you? There are three kinds of birth. Three kinds of birth that a believer or someone must go through to being able to do exploit. Number one is going to be your biological birth. That's your natural birth, right? You'd have to be given birth to first. Number two is supernatural birth. The renewing of your mind, the acceptance of the Lordship of Jesus, and the helmet of salvation you carry. The righteousness that you have become in Christ Jesus. That's number two. Number three is self-birth. Did you hear me now? It is what? Self-birth. Some of you, of course, says, you know, biologically you've been birthed. As a matter of fact, supernaturally you've been birthed. But you've not understood self-birth. See, self-birth will continue until Jesus returns. Your parent gave birth to you once and that is it. 
But for self-birth, you would continue to consistently and continuously have to retrain yourself, to evolve. That's why Paul could pray. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Exploit in the kingdom of God is the preserve of those who know their God. You need to know him. And if you don't have intimacy with him, you cannot know him. If there is no love in your heart for him, you cannot know him. You know the beautiful thing? He is actually longing to, re to reveal more of himself to you. But you've been too busy. Now, 2022 is wrapping up. Will 2023 be the same thing for you? When was the last time you picked up your Bible to study? When? We have Siki first in the morning, 6 a.m. via Zoom. Many of you here under the sound of my voice, you don't show up. Not because you did not know, but because for you, it's not a priority. Why do we establish Siki first? It's simply because to teach you how to have a daily communion with the Lord. To wake up in the morning and give God thanks and begin to seek in the advancement of his kingdom. You want to tell me if you schedule your alarm for 6 p.m. CST, I mean 6 a.m. CST, CST for example, and pray for 15, 20 minutes Monday to Friday, you, th you, you, you will die? In Psalm 103, verse number 7, Jesus declared, I mean the Bible, the psalmist declared, he made known his ways to Moses and his acts to the children of Israel. See, don't just desire the signs and the wonders. You need to seek him. Don't pursue the gifts and leave aside the giver of the gifts. You need the giver of the gifts more than the gifts. I'm not sure you caught that. Don't pursue the gift. All this, you know, um, 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 gift of the spirit and all of that. Whatever thing it may be. Don't pursue the gift at the expense of the giver of the gift. Many still have the gift truly today, but they've lost koinonia, koinonia you know, with the giver. They that know they are God. So when they know, the second thing is that they become strong. That's what the Bible says. Isaiah 40, 29, 31. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew. They shall mount up with wings as they go. They shall run and not be weak. They shall walk and not So because they know they are God, then their God strengthens them. Makes them to be able to confront the enemies. In Christ alone, my hope is found. The solid ground. Shall I make it? Shall I rest? Drown.
strong the third thing is they didn't do exploits that's the order in which exploits come give me again Daniel 11 32 B let everybody see it they would have to know their God they would have to be strong only then can they do exploits the orchestrator and the merchandise you know of Exploit lives inside you. As they told you that, taught you that this morning. Many of you till now, you, are, you go to churches, but you don't understand what it means for a believer to have the Holy Spirit in them. So you still think that the Holy Spirit being in you is, you have a being, you know, in you on one side of your body. So when you sleep on this side tonight, and you have nightmares, Say it's because I did not sleep on the side where the Holy Spirit is. This time around, I'm going to sleep on this side. Have you ever asked yourself, what does it mean to say the Spirit of the Lord is in me? It's very simple. It simply means your spirit has been mingled with the Spirit of the Lord. It simply means that your spirit is knitted with the Spirit of the Lord. It simply means that your spirit is in sync with the spirit of the Lord. It simply means that you now have the capacity, you know, to see and know in the mind of God. Because the Bible says that the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord by which he searches out all things. That's what it means. That's what it means. That's what it means. Your spirit is no longer independent 
So you then go and then begin to do exploits. What exploit are you doing? The need to do more exploits is the reason why we are here. That we can get more power. That we can draw more. That something will change in our lives. When we seek the giver of the gift and not even desirous of the gift, you know what the giver of the gift does? He gives us the gift. Matthew 6.33 but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Like I asked yesterday, why would you go through a whole 365 and not be able to separate three days, just three days out of 365 unto God, just seeking his face? Rise up on your feet this evening. We trust God that this ministration blessed your life tremendously. Do share your testimony and experience with us by emailing us at hello at myloftyheightsglobal.org. For more life-transforming messages from our ministry, please visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also stay connected with us across our social media platforms at My Lofty Heights. To give to our ministry, please visit our website. We love you, we honor you, and we celebrate you.